Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. It's usually happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, right? But, um, yeah, I was Whose anniversary is it? Mine. Of what? Being on the show. Groovy. Wow, congrats. You've been out here a year? Yeah, I know. Weird, huh? How did that happen? Like, I think yesterday, technically, right? Because the days move like one day past, you know, every year. So if my first day uh, on the air on this show was 9-6 of 2019, then it would have been technically yesterday. But because I'm not on the air on Sundays, you know, we'll celebrate today, right? Because here I am. So uh, thank you, uh, Ian, and all of the Free Talk Live crew, nobody, for being on here on Mondays with me. And uh, Well, nobody know, could be happier to have you here. And, and I'm, I'm glad nobody's, <laughs> nobody could be happier. <laughs> it means a lot to me that nobody's, nobody could be happier about that. It's true. It's true. So, I think this is 14 years since uh, Free Talk Live moved to New Hampshire. Yeah, I was going to say. This week? Yeah. I, wow. I, right I thought perhaps somewhere around the first you know, episode or whatever that I appeared on of this show that you had mentioned something about it being free talk lives anniversary ish as well. Like around this time, Labor Day or whatever. Labor Day weekend. We moved up here in 2006. That's pretty cool. So in addition to thanking all of you, I just want to say thanks to all of the listeners out there. The gyms have been open for government employees, including those for police officers, judges, lawyers, there's special gyms for judges. Bailiffs, <laughs> paralegals. How many judges do they have? It's San Francisco, probably. Okay, a lot. yeah, they got a lot of judges. According to the report, one such gym, the Hall of Justice Gym, wow. has been open since July 1st. Wow. That's a huge hall of injustice they've got there. <laughs> this is the same town where I believe the Nancy Pelosi is from, right? This Doesn't, is the same town. Yeah. Isn't she, didn't she get caught recently at a hair salon? She sure did. Yeah. Yep. Right. Mask free. Right. Mask free. A, a hair salon that had been closed to the public. Closed yeah. to everybody else. She should be grateful to get her germs. She's <laughs> she's in the club. Mm. She's in the club. <laughs> if, apparently, if you're in government, you can't get the coronavirus. Yeah, and your poop doesn't stink either. Indeed. Just like uh, if you move, you know, if you're five feet away from somebody, you're going to get it. But if you move six feet away, it can't get you. Yep. Five feet, six Six feet. feet. Five (laughs) feet, six feet. (laughs) The gyms that have been open for government. Oh, we covered that. Sorry. Uh, This just demonstrates that there seems to be some kind of a double standard. You think? (laughs) Between what employees of... The city are allowed to do and what the residents of San Francisco are allowed to do. Dave Craker, owner of MX3 Fitness in the Castro, said. Blue lives matter. <laughs> Is that so just the blue man group? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Maybe some Smurfs. Blue man, blue man group, the Smurfs and the cops. Oh, wait, who are those? Uh, oh, I should know this. I'm, Possibly dolphins, uh, on, but on, I'm not sure about on the, that. On the, Star Trek, on the Star Trek, they had the blue... F- Blue and the oh, white oh, hair. Andorians. And the, Andorians. Yes. yes, thank you. Andorians. Andorian lives matter. Andorian lives matter. <laughs> Smurf lives matter. Smurf lives matter. Because they're Smurfy. They are Smurfy. You know what else is Smurfy? Uh, that, the fact that it's uh, indentured servitude day. Really? Yeah. Is April 15th? No, it's Labor Day. Is that... Related to indentured servitude? I don't know. I just thought it was funny. I think it's just related to work. I was thinking dentured servitude because, 
you know. Dentured servitude? Yeah, that, well, it depends on what the uh, retirement age is. People without teeth who are forced to work for no pay, dentured yeah. servitude. Yeah. Either that or they'll beat them like red-headed stepchildren <laughs> with no teeth. It is Labor Day. Uh, it is a holiday. A national holiday, whatever that means. What is what does Labor Day celebrate anyway, nobody? Labor? Yeah. Like women having kids going into labor? Nope, nope, the other kind. Uh it it celebrates the working man and how he managed to uh cause government to slow the uh slow the accumulation of capital to the point that his lot never got better. So in San Francisco they've told all the fitness centers that they must close. Meanwhile, inside of the government facilities, all their workout centers and fitness facilities remain open. Are they subject to viruses? Apparently, you can be immune from coronavirus if you're employed by government. Ah. So it appears from this article. Wow. Uh, The report comes, of course, after House Speaker Nancy Pelosi was recorded in a San Francisco salon without a face mask. Yeah. This despite local orders mandating that such establishments should be closed. It was a slap in the face when she went in, you know, that she feels she can just go and get her stuff done while no one else can go in and can't work. Salon owner Erica Caius, probably butchering that name, K-I-O-U-S, told Fox News last week of Pelosi, we have been shut down for so long, not just me, but most of the small businesses, and I just can't. It's a feeling, a feeling of being deflated, helpless, and honestly beaten down, Caius said. Pelosi addressed the video after it was released, calling it a setup. Yeah, whatever, Nancy. Well, the funny thing is I don't think she was necessarily lying there, but, you know, if you if, if you invite somebody over to, to rape your kid and they get over there and they find the police there, well, yeah, that's a setup. It also occurs to me that I, I feel like we should have coordinated our... Our attire today, uh, I should be wearing a shirt that says kick-ass, and he should be wearing a shirt that says nobody, because you're wearing a shirt that says Freeman. Somebody gave this to me. Hmm. Well, of course they did. Yeah. I mean, they probably didn't know anybody else named Freeman, hmm. right? <laughs> I think it's from well, one of the Liberty t-shirt companies. Oh, okay. They oh. probably knew other people named yeah, Freeman. They probably, did, right, yeah. hmm. they probably wanted it to say Freeman. It's Freeman. Is it, is it, <laughs> it was, Freeman or Freeman? Up to you. I think if it was like Freeman, it would just be a capital F on the front of your shirt and then a cape, maybe some boots. <laughs> I'm Freeman. Mm. Right? Mm. You know, he'd be like a superhero. A real something. life superhero like yeah, yeah. Uh, Phoenix Jones. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You could run around New Hampshire. Did you ever meet Phoenix Jones? Wasn't he from Seattle? I did not meet him. No. Uh, I've seen many of his stories on the television. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the did you have many stories? You yeah, were there while he was active. Indeed. Yes, I was. Yeah. yeah. Didn't uh, he just get... He got busted yeah, for he cocaine meth dealing. or something. <laughs> was he doing cocaine? Yeah. Coke? Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> well, at least he wasn't committing a real crime. Right. That's true. Yeah. No you victim. Gotta fund, you got to fund mean, your uh, your activism somehow. He's less of a criminal than a cop is who arrested him for cocaine. A piece of cloth across your face is suddenly has virtues to extol. Well, certainly there are people who would like you to believe that. Because they want you to feel virtuous when you're doing it. No, they right. want to feel virtuous themselves that they are doing it, and thus want you Actually, to Actually, they with want them. to feel virtuous that they're doing it and not doing it and making you do it. Right. If we want me the politicians. 
So uh, going on here, the story says, but another behavioral tactic hasn't received enough attention, in part because it makes itself known by its absence. That tactic is silence. Yes, it's finally time to talk in this pandemic about the importance of not talking in this pandemic. See, that seems like that seems to be the crux of it, too. Like everything they're doing seems to be let's limit communication. Let's not have people talking to each other. Yeah. Um, Well, the first thing that happens when you distance people in the way that they've done mm -hmm. is that people can no longer congregate and will use the word conspire to Mm -hmm. end this madness. Well, one would think. If they have any sense, you know, you, you know. you're limited. To, I mean, we conspired to end this madness like the first hour of this madness. We were. Yes. I mean, how long did we how long did we even know about the madness before we were out, you know, drinking on the common <laughs> like, like that, that, that day or something? Yeah. 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 It, it didn't take long for us to realize it. We were wondering, right? Like, where does it go from here? Okay. Uh, was it we gonna? Were, is yeah. it going to get better after the election? No. I don't not. think it is. And, I, and this, I don't fear. know. I still, I don't see what, they're, what they would gain from pushing it on beyond the election. Total control? Yeah. Uh, I, why would they obedience? give up control once they've taken it? They never have before. The yeah. TSA still exists. Right. Well. Right. I don't think they've got that long a window with this nonsense. What do they call it? The silent enemy or something like that now or whatever? The What's COVID? that, stupidity? Uh, no. Oh. Trump referred to it as <laughs> Trump referred to COVID as like the silent enemy. Oh, yeah. Enemy I believe or, he did refer to it as what it was yeah, something along those lines. Yeah. Now, I found one interesting thing that I couldn't uh, confirm that claimed that Trump had donated like $1.6 billion to a uh, to something to to the vaccine thing i don't believe that i don't i don't believe it either and i couldn't confirm it but that would be kind of horrific if it was true because it that would put them all on the same side how many billions is trump worth i don't know maybe jacked it from somebody else maybe maybe the ukrainians paid him off they are all on the same side yeah government versus you it's just every once in a while i still don't know how trump ended up in there because one of these things they hired him because he was a reality tv show and they could treat him like an actor could be hey daily digest listeners this is riley blake i enjoy free talk live and i know you do too but finding time to listen to an entire episode isn't always easy so i produce the daily digest I appreciate those of you who have supported me on Patreon and sent Bitcoin to me to thank me for producing these digests. For those who wish to support me on Patreon, visit patreon.com slash crblake86. If you wish to send Bitcoin, visit patreon.com slash crblake86 for those details. That's patreon.com slash crblake86. Thank you. The goal of COVID-19 public health guidance is to shut down this viral transit system. Good ventilation disperses aerosol clouds. Distancing reduces other people's vulnerability to these particles. Masks block them from our mouths and noses. But what if we tried to limit the production of these virus-laden particles before they even left our bodies? That's where volume control comes in. 
talking less, more quietly, or not at all limits the manufacture of both large droplets and aerosols. When you breathe or whisper, your respiratory system doesn't emit large droplets. Jimenez told me that. Compared with yelling, quiet talking reduces aerosols by a factor of five. Being completely silent reduces them by a factor of about 50. That means talking quietly rather than yelling reduces the risk of viral transmission by a degree comparable to properly wearing a mask. Just, just combine all of these things together. Wear a mask. Don't speak. Don't uh, talk. Don't even whisper. And then, then we'll have a chance of surviving this. Yes. <laughs> it will divide your chances of dying of this thing by five. Now, oh my God. I added the last line <laughs> myself. It's horrific. But that's it's, the level that this is written yeah, at. I, it's oh, yeah, it's written fear. at, at yeah, musical theater level of hysteria. It is. The proposal is Library Rules for America. Every time you walk into a school, a medical clinic, a drugstore, barbershop, office, airplane, train, or a government building, you should see a sign that reads, Hush for your health. Or, Make good choices. Lower your voices. Shush. Or, Keep wow. quiet and carry on. The... Uh, so-called expert he's speaking with says, quote, In terms of the science, I am convinced that something like this library rule, rule would reduce all modes of viral transmission. And does this guy know anything at all about science? Does he have a credential? Oh, of course all these people have credentials. He is a professor at the University of Colorado at Boulder who studies disease transmission. So, mm. see, he knows what he's saying. And so, therefore, you need to be quiet. And uh, welcome to the new Library America, where everywhere you go. You will have to shut up. You guys remember that movie, Civil They Live? Civil disobedience is getting so easy. You just have to exist. <laughs> yeah. You remember the movie, They Live? Right? Yes, Rod- I Rodney love Piper. that movie. And they, I know, want to write a sequel he, to he, it. He lifts the glasses up and he sees just you know, people walking around and billboards and stuff. And he puts uh, the glasses down and it says, obey and oh, yeah. all these things. Now, instead of all that. You're going to put these glasses on or you're going to eat he, this trash can. Yeah, no, when he, when he puts the glasses on, he's just going to see all the billboards and TVs and everything says, shush. You know, your smart speaker can be used for government purposes. They can spy. We've heard about all the leaks where, like, people have been recorded, you know, having sex or having conversations about drug deals over their Echo or Amazon device or whatever it is. Uh, And that kind of thing. Reading their 12-word cryptocurrency key to somebody else. All that kind of thing. So, but the new part is that requests are rising from law enforcement for information on these devices which can include internet queries, food orders, and overheard conversations. In July 2019, police rushed to the home of 32-year-old Sylvia Galva. Galva's friend, also in the home, called 911, claiming she overheard a violent argument between Galva and her boyfriend, 43-year-old Adam Crespo. The two lived together in Hollandale Beach, Florida, about 20 miles from Miami. When officers arrived, Galva was dead impaled through her chest by the 12-inch blade at the sharp end of a bedpost. Jeez. And that doesn't mean there was a knife attached to the bedpost. It was that the bedpost had snapped somehow and became a point, and that's how she was impaled. So, oh, my. Just to clarify. Police believe, Good Lord. Police believe Crespo tried to drag Galva from their bed. She held on to the bedpost to resist, but the sharp end snapped, somehow killing her. At any rate, a murder charge against the defendant was later dropped, but speaker, smart home, and wearable data has figured into multiple cases since then. Earlier this month, Amazon said it had received more than 3,000 requests from police for user data in the first half of this year. 
Wow. And complied almost 2,000 times. So two-thirds of the time, they just go, sure, here you go. Wow. That was a 72% increase in requests from the same period in 2016 when Amazon first disclosed the data. And a 24% jump in the past year alone. Well, I mean, I don't think you can blame the police in this particular case for using whatever evidence happens to be laying around. I mean, whether it's a blood spatter that they, you know, bring in their blood spatter expert to analyze or a smart speaker just sitting right there like, oh, well, let's just get the recordings. That'll help. I mean, I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with them doing that. You brought the thing into your house. So what do you expect was going to happen? Amazon doesn't provide granular data on what the police are seeking, but Douglas Orr, head of the criminal justice department at the University of North Georgia, says police now look for smart home data as routinely as they do for data from smartphones. Data on smartphones often points officers towards other devices, which then they can probe as the investigation continues. By amending a search warrant, police can keep going to keep collecting data, quote-unquote, Or says. That I, usually leads to an Echo or at least some other device. I wish it said how the phone points them to other devices. Yeah, because unusual. that's right. making me think that there's like some kind of contract trace, contact tracing going on where things are recording what other devices they're near. Yeah, it would seem to me that it's a bit like... Um, you remember that show 24 with Kiefer Sutherland? Where they uh, would... I never watched it, but that was oh, okay. one where he always tortured somebody. And... <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Okay. And yeah. they would always tap into people's phones illegally and listen to live conversations yeah. and tap into you know private cameras and public cameras to watch where people are going and track them and use satellites in ways that you know were uh, unbelievable at the time, but totally believable now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, at the time, it wasn't that believable that there was that there were uh, agents who tortured people every day. But <laughs> in an emailed statement, an Amazon spokesperson said the company objects to overbroad or otherwise inappropriate demands, quote unquote, from law enforcement. We're putting our foot down and referred to wire or referred wired to its policy on government requests. A Google spokesperson also referred wired to its updated policy on requests. So apparently, they have some sort of publicly displayed policy in what they do, and why. Mm-hmm. Forensic experts tell Wired that information from these devices is valued because it can offer a timeline of a person's activities, their location, if they're alone, and can verify statements made during questioning. Usually the alibi you get is, I was at home. Nobody can confirm that. I can't. I wasn't there. Or the criminal justice professor uh, says, so you have to ask, do you have a speaker? And so, of course, if they do, they say yes, and that's when this whole thing takes so place. So all you have to do to make the police think you are at home is play some audio in the room of your own voice. Just have it like on a, a playback you know, speaker. Oh, interesting. And having it speaking to the speaker, that way you can say, oh, yeah, I was at home while you were out doing something else. I wonder if you could meta that where like you have... You know, your light's on a timer to prevent sure. burglaries or whatever. Yeah. And then that timer then triggers some sort of a device that plays your voice on a speaker right. as well that then gets picked up by the echo that plays your voice. And it's then asking oh, some random question. Yeah. Or like you're on a phone call yeah. or something. Yeah. It just seems like stating the obvious. I mean, it's just a lengthy statement of the obvious. You have a speaker with a recording device, you know, essentially a microphone and a recording device mm-hmm. uh, that is backed up on the Internet. In your home, and you should absolutely expect it to be used by law enforcement any chance they get. So are you saying that people do not have a right to privacy for their personal data? Um, You're not 
allowing privacy if you're bringing a microphone-based device that you have no real control over into your home. I mean, you've you've made the jo- uh, the choice in this case to have no privacy. So, you know, if somebody wants me to think they actually care about privacy, they should start by not having one of these things in their home. Well, I agree with you on that premise. I do not have one of these in my home. Mm-hmm. I refuse to have one of these in my home. Right. I'm not getting the Nest. I'm not getting Alexa. I'm, you know, all of these things. are. But I do have a cell phone. Yep. So, I do, too. You know, I mean, we've all got one. We're all able to be tracked. Uh, this article goes into... But if you want to, you can still take that cell phone... And you can put it somewhere. You can put it in a Faraday cage. <laughs> yeah, you can put it somewhere. You could right. leave it in your car. <laughs> if Do you, you wanted still to. have those Faraday cages? Were they oh, being yeah. sold from here? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Mm, interesting. You can build one, too. There's a bunch of yeah, them. The plans there. are online. There's a bunch of DIY videos on YouTube for that. Yeah. Or you just leave it out in your car, and then you know you need to have a, a more semi-private conversation with somebody. You can. Even if you don't connect to like a Wi-Fi in like a department store. Yeah. You, know, you go to Target or something. It knows you were there. It knows you were there. Uh, the, they have applications running on their Wi-Fi, uh, on their servers, mm-hmm. connected to their Wi-Fi that are tracking all of this, they can tell how many people walked up to this specific display. Yeah, yeah this no, I've, had I've heard they have Bluetooth uh, receivers in the display aisles for that purpose. Right. And so they go, oh, you know, that end cap with that display of toilet paper that, mm-hmm. you know, during the crisis, you know, a thousand people walked up to that every four hours or something, right? right? And We're they doing can, something they right. can define that. Yeah. And then by using other sources of metadata, that can be linked to you, they can actually target you with advertisements because of that, mm-hmm. right? So uh, the the rabbit hole of data is quite deep. That, that is for certain. At any rate, uh, Heather Mihalik, a forensics instructor, recalls a Florida case in which a man killed his wife, then tried to impersonate her. The husband sent texts and Facebook messages from his wife's phone in an attempt to blur the timeline of her disappearance. While the woman's phone activity continued, her Apple Watch showed a sudden drop in her heart rate activity Mm. that the husband claimed was due to a dead battery. Activity on the man's phone synced perfectly with when he used the wife's phone to post to Facebook. Her phone showed no activity except for when the husband picked it up to post with timestamps matching his activity to the use of the wife's phone. uh, We were talking during the break. About Nerf guns. Now, I had several Nerf guns uh, as a kid growing up. and I, I don't know if I ever did. I mean, I had friends who had them, so I certainly had my share of experience with them, but yeah. I was never really into well, Nerf guns. Most recently, I worked in an office environment, uh, a bunch of you know tech support, uh, mm-hmm. networking type people, engineers. There's a lot of Nerf guns in that kind of environment. Really? We had, like, Nerf Wars. Oh, wow. I don't know if you've ever seen the Nerf Gun War, like, videos uh, that came on the YouTube, like, a decade ago. Mm. They were heavily orchestrated and, like, well-produced as if they were an action movie with people, like, jumping over the half-cubicle walls and, you know, doing tumbles over desks and, you know, crashing through glass and all that kind of stuff while they're having these Nerf Wars. Uh, We would try and do stuff like that, but we were nowhere nearly as, you know, complex as that. But we would have Nerf Wars in our office. It was, I don't think I cared fun. for the Nerf guns that much because they didn't look very realistic. Mm. Yeah, no, they were always like very like fluorescent colored, yeah. bright green. The, they had orange suction cup tips on the end of the darts and right. things like that. It, yeah, they, they looked like just big squirt guns, basically, or super soakers even. Now, those were cool. Yeah. And I've heard mm. they made, I heard recently they made like a new line of super soakers that's apparently way better. So somehow the technology of 
you know, pressurizing water mm-hmm. uh, through pumping or whatever has gotten better. Through the use of plastic, basically. Yeah. Quote, we take the safety of all our students and staff very seriously, said the district. They said and further. And you could badly hurt yourself with a Nerf gun. You could knock somebody in the head with it. Uh, quote, Especially in your own room. Safety yeah. is always well, our number one priority. Are you saying, Captain, that safety shouldn't be the number one priority of I'd government I'd say schools? not being morons should be their number one priority yeah. because... You know, you know what's not safe is sending be a moron live dangerously, die young. You know what's not safe is sending armed goons in costumes guys to with real guns. House. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, to because you know what happens Known when these for guys shooting. show up. Known for shooting dogs yeah. and things like that. Yeah. You know? And twelve-year-olds. There was the I think it was Tamir Rice. Tamir I think Rice. he was twelve in yeah. uh, Ohio. The cops shot him to death. Yeah, pretty yeah. dangerous. So if safety is their number one concern, the last thing they should do is send cops to somebody's home. Mm, great point. It's. Excellent point. I hope none of these students were black. Oh, he's black. Oh, God. Jesus. But luckily, he's still alive. They're trying to kill this kid. This was an attempt. This woman should be charged with attempted murder. Mm. You send the cops over to the house of a black black boy or black man, uh, you know, you're trying to kill him. She sent mercenaries of the state, armed men. Yes. You know, who purport the authority to kill you if you don't comply with whatever they say. We call ourselves FUD, F-U-D. It stands for fear, uncertainty, and doubt. And uh, you've been kind enough to edit some video footage of us and put that up on various websites. I did. I put the whole concert up last, I think it was last week, which was like a 40 or 50 minute long concert. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I took the one song that was your original song called That Song. That's the name of it. Because we're creative. And I put that up as its own separate five-minute you know, video. Yeah, I like that one the best. Yeah. That's my favorite one. It's a good song. Uh, so there's some news in Fudland, and that is that uh, we actually were recording today. Hey, all right. We, uh, Aria has spent a, a, a boatload of money on new gear for uh, her own home recording studio. And so uh, the three of us spent, you know, it's a holiday, right? So mm-hmm. we're like, okay, well, you know, hey, let's record a song. So yeah, it's a good time to do something different. So we spent the day recording a song, and uh, we've reached an agreement with uh, Free Talk Live. Uh, mm. to once this song is done and mixed and mastered, uh, we're going to go ahead and give that away as a perk to anybody who amplifies Free Talk Live. You've got perks? No. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> perquisites. No, but if oh, you, perquisites. But if okay, you amplify mind. Free Talk Live over at amp.freetalklive.com uh, and you're, you're already contributing, or if you, you know, head on over and start contributing, why, you'll be one of those folks who will receive is the idea a copy that of the they get it first or because yes. i would think you would put this out for everyone to see at some point right? yes correct okay you just heard highlights from the latest episode of free talk live you can download full episodes subscribe to our podcast listen live and more all for free at freetalklive.com